time to talk Scrabble champions. For a small country, we actually punch well above our weight in Scrabble. Perhaps you remember the name Nigel Richards. He's a New Zealander who made the news in 2015 for winning a Scrabble World Champs. He won it in French, even though he can't speak French. That's the way Scrabble works. He memorised the French Scrabble Dictionary. Um, Well, a new documentary, Every Word Counts, sheds a bit more light on the intensity of the world of competitive Scrabble. It's out today on the spin-off website. And director and competitive Scrabble player, Alexander Gander, is with us now. Hello. Hello. I said that like it rhymed. Do you say it like it rhymes? It it kind of depends on your accent. Like if it's American, it gets Alexander Gander. Yeah. It's it's impossible. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's good. Did your parents realize that when they named you that it was going to be a bit of a rhyme? I think not, because if you're a New Zealander, strictly it's Alexander Gander. So I think think they didn't think about it (laughs) too hard. Um, How did you come to make this documentary? Uh, well, I joined the competitive Scrabble scene about a year and a half ago and uh, was basically really struck by the world of it. Really wanted to personally be in it as much as possible. And then also when um, Hexwork Productions were soliciting for pitches for their documentary anthology series, I just thought it would be a perfect world to kind of open up to the general public. It's such a great place to inhabit. Yeah, I suppose people get sick of beating their family. I, I, I was just talking about this this morning. That is truly the path that a lot of um, a lot of competitive Scrabble players take as you reach the point with your friends and family, your sort of immediate circle, where you can't play them anymore because you just beat them and they, they're not interested. They're not interested in just being beaten. Yeah. And so you have to find another uh, pathway, another outlet. That's certainly what happened to me. It was kind of an, uh, sort of maybe apocryphal uh, family Christmas where I... Um, had gone away and learned all the two-letter words and my mother was furious and mm. thought I was cheating and sort of basically hurled the board across the room. And... I've had that same experience, Alexander. I feel your pain. Have you? Really? Yeah. With Scrabble? Yeah. Like you've been, which side of the equation have you been on? I've been on your side. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to come and play competitive Scrabble? Yes. Do you actually? Well, I uh, first procured the Darren Hinch book, The Ultimate Guide to Winning Scrabble, sometime oh, in the early 2000s. I know of that book. I haven't read it, but yeah. I'm aware of it. Oh, yeah. it's great. Yeah. And learning all the two-letter words is yeah. essential. Oh, I mean, that's just the basics. It's the cornerstone, yeah. A great Scrabble player will learn the three-letter words, too. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. And all the X words yep. and all the Q words. Exactly. The 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 um, What are they called? Like the... The power words, I think, you know, the sort of four and five and six letter words that, yeah, contain those high scoring tiles Mm. that can score you a huge amount of points, you know, without even, because obviously, perhaps not all your listeners will know, but the path to scoring loads and loads of points is getting a bingo. So you get all seven tiles out in one play. That would be the biggest way in which competitive Scrabble differs from Scrabble at home. Yes. And that a competitive Scrabble player is always managing their rack and, and looking for the opportunity to put seven tiles down because you get a 50-point yep. bonus. Absolutely. Rack balance, it's called. Yeah, so um, you're basically trying to uh, you're trying to you find your way. Well, you know, the really, the really, the really top guys, they will sort of be able to make bingos out of almost anything. Yeah. You know? They can take these really, like, sort of what, what would look to even myself, you know, like stodgy, horrible collection <laughs> yeah. of letters, and they'll find these just so obscure words that are acceptable in the English language dictionary, yeah. Um, the other dispute you'll often find in a domestic situation, if you're taking Scrabble too, uh, too competitively, is they'll say, you'll put a word down, they say, well, what does that mean? Yes, exactly, yeah. The first... 
I, I was definitely guilty of that when I when I joined the club. I remember a lovely woman named Val played the word "horm" against me, spelled H A W M, and I immediately responded. I think it was like the second time I went or something, and I said, "What does it mean?" And she looked at me and she just shrugged. You know, she doesn't. She has no idea what it means. And and in fact, a true competitive Scrabble player has no interest in what it means. No, no. The, Why would you fill your brain up with definition? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Free, free the mind, free the space. Keep the uh, keep the hard drives clear. Yeah. Um. So that's not true of all Scrabble players. There's a wonderful Scrabble player who I think has been on RNZ before, uh, Howard Warner. He's um, Hawks Bay. Is that Howard and Hawks he's Bay? He's in he's in Wellington. Um. He's if not the current sort of the very a very recent mm-hmm. world senior champion. Right. Uh, and he loves meanings. Person, he is, right. yeah, he really wants to know the meanings. He's a, Which makes sense because often people are attracted to Scrabble because they love words. Linguistics. So they might not just be a great Scrabble player. That totally. I met a Scrabble player once uh, who was at the top of his game. He also really loved palindromes. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just something, he collected palindromes. Yeah. He loved words. Howard actually said to us on camera in the documentary, it didn't make the cut because there was so much other stuff that yeah. um, had to go in, but he said that if he had been born about, 60 or 70 years ago he would have been obsessed with code cracking in World War II like that mm. that's the way that his brain works yeah. you know he's interested in all kinds of puzzles and just figuring things out and sort of yeah how the machinations of those things work um, and yeah well I think when you get to that like really top level as well it does become quite a mathematical game too it's quite probability based um, yeah the and, and again that probably has partly to do with the meanings sort of falling away for a lot of people you know um I yeah. tell you what's often unwelcome in a family scrabble situation, and that's when you challenge a word that your um, auntie has put down. Oh yeah, yeah. And Which and again, a challenge is just part of competitive scrabble, right? Totally. Yeah. So um, any word is acceptable on the board until somebody decides, or your opponent decides, that they want to challenge it. And there is obviously risk involved in challenging. The rules in New Zealand are if you challenge it and your and it turns out that the word is correct, your opponent gets an extra five points. So, and That's a new rule. It used to be a free challenge. Yeah, well, we, I think, I mean, this, this is way before my time, and, and I think this is still the case in Australia, they play what's called double, where if you challenge and the challenge and you lose the challenge, you actually lose your turn. Mm. So it's really punitive um, and means that you can play words that are much more likely not to be words because people will be afraid of challenging you, you know? In my view, the punishment for a, a, a challenge that's not successful shouldn't be too high because you know you want you want the words on the board to be um, legitimate. Yeah, legitimate. Yeah, yeah. There was a better word than that I was looking for, but uh, clearly this is why I never made it in competitive Scrabble. <laughs> Steve in Newtown says a friend has refused to play Scrabble with me since I beat her playing nothing longer than four letters, including wow. over forty points for oink. Well, that's really good. Must have had the K on a triple letter score, maybe. Kathleen says, my friends and I are about to play Upward, a game like Scrabble, but we find it much more fun. Yeah. Up- now, what is, the, what is the official Scrabble competitor's view of um, spin-offs like Upward or Bananagrams is popular with the uh, millennials? People always think that Scrabble players, the competitive Scrabble players are going to be snooty about, mm-hmm. um, especially Bananagrams comes up a lot. Uh, and I think Bananagrams is great. And I think most people, even Scrabble players, will play variations of Scrabble involving the letters, involving the tiles that are quite similar to those games as well. So I think for most, yeah, for most Scrabble players, a word game is a word game and they all have legitimacy, you know. Um, only Scrabble, uh, you know, has sort of 
as far as I know, elevated to that sort of uh, competitive stage yeah. and has the same kind of, um, yeah, tournament world. Um, I've not yet heard of an upwards tournament, but that's not to say that it doesn't exist. I'm sure it could. What is considered a good score in a Scrabble competition? Overall game score or word score? Um, game score. Game score, you're probably looking at, you know, anywhere between... F- like I think about four hundred and fifty and over would be a winning score. Yeah. Um, if in, a, in a family game, and by the way, competitive Scrabble players would never play four on one board, would they? No, 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 definitely not. It's a different game. You can't. It's you can't figure out the maths. But one on one in a family game, people will probably get around two hundred. A, a good score might be yeah. three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, some some players in the top grades would score with one play. Yeah. Sometimes. I yeah. heard of a seven hundred once at a uh, Scrabble competition. Um, how did you arrange your film? Obviously, you've uh, you've struck upon this great uh, subject matter. So, how did you decide to put it all together? Well, we um, we basically had to go about a sort of reasonably lengthy process of casting. Um, there were there are many great, wonderful characters in the Scrabble world um, who you know, for various reasons, declined to be on camera because they either weren't going to go to the national tournament or they decided that, you know, they wouldn't be able to play that well with a camera leering over their shoulder, which is definitely fair enough. Um, so, yeah, so we ba- we we used the help of um, Liz, who's in the New Zealand Scrabble Players Executive. She'd sort of opened all sorts of doors for us. She's a wonderful and a really, really good Scrabble player. In fact, she just beat me convincingly last night mm. at a club. She put us in touch with lots of people. Um, and, yeah, we just did a bit of a, bit of a casting. We said so we wanted we wanted a cross-section um, of the country, really. Um, variations in skill level, Age, gender, that kind of thing, you know, to really get the get the temperature. Yeah, and you watched them prepare for the nationals in May this year. Yeah, so we spent about half the film um, or a third of the film, sort of like in the build up to the tournament, and the second half slash two thirds is the tournament itself, and we sort of follow their fortunes, each of them as they all play. And they they we chose competitors from three different grades. So Dylan. Early, he's a South African import. Um, he's been here for quite a while, though. But he's sort of big in this South African Scrabble scene. Mm. He's in the A grade, incredible Scrabble player, maybe in the top one hundred in the world. Wow! Yeah, um, Lawson Sue, he plays in the B grade, um, and then Laura. It was actually her first time in the national Scrabble competition, um, and she plays in the C grade. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, someone wants to brag about their best ever Scrabble word. Go for it. You'll enjoy this. Robert once played the word squeezes. Mm. Uh, that's uh, an eight-letter word, yeah. so there must have been a letter there already. He said the first S was on a triple word square and the last S was on a triple word square as well. Nice. So that would have been nine times yeah. plus the bonus. Yeah, huge, the triple-triple, plus mm. those and those two power tiles, the Q and the Z. That would have been massive. Incredible. I did get squeegees once. Wow. That, was, that, that reminds me of that play. Um, which got a challenge, but and I wasn't one hundred percent sure that it would be good. But yeah, it was uh, it was it was all right. My husband beat me with a word on a triple word score. They've, they've given me the word, but I can't say the word on the radio. <laughs> she says it was a highly controversial move that I contested, but apparently it's a kind of hat. But actually, swear words and rude words are allowed if they're in the dictionary. Ah, almost. Well, I wouldn't say encouraged, but you know, you definitely can play some. Um, some evocative language on the Scrabble board. Sandy says, for some years now, my friends and I have played Scrabble by giving our opponents word a score rather than using the tile numbers. It's a very amusing way to play. 
So basically rating their word. Ah, I quite like that. Okay. That's, that's good. Um, how can people see your beautiful documentary? So it's online. It uh, just went live today at midday. Um, it's on the spin-off YouTube channel or on their website. Um, yeah. It's called Every Word Counts, and I've been talking to director and editor Alexander Gander. I might go that way, I think. That's great. I love nice it. Nice to have you in. Thanks so much. Nice to be here. Thanks Good work. And you're welcome to share your Scrabble highlights with me on text on 2101. Scrabble invented in 1938. I believe Alfred Butts was the inventor of Scrabble. Made a major breakthrough when uh, he worked out that it would work better if instead of having equal numbers of each letter, you actually had higher numbers of the letters you use more often.